Hello, gorgeous heroes. I am so excited for today's podcast episode. I had the privilege of interviewing Kylie from Miss K Official, and we chat about all things business. It's a real goodie, so make sure to take some notes as there are so many golden nuggets of wisdom. Within us all, there resides a hero. We just have to learn how to tap in and unleash the power inside. Kylie Ann Bowers is the founder of Mind Your Hero. And this podcast is the mind foot you need to transform your mindset, manifest your desires, and live a life filled with magic. Each episode inspires you to discover your dreams and equips you with the tools and courage you need to transform your life. We're so excited to have you here. Thanks for hitting play. Now, let's begin. I'm so excited to have you here today and chatting all things business. I myself have just signed up for your latest program, which I am so excited to start next week. And we will be talking a bit more about that later on today. But before we begin, just to get our listeners to give a better understanding of who you are, I have some rapid fire questions. So can we start with those? Yes, definitely. Awesome. So what is your favorite quote of all time? Ooh, favorite quote of all time. Um, that would definitely have to be that whether you decide to do it or not, people are going to judge you anyway. Amazing. That's so true. And if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Definitely to teleport anywhere in the world. (laughs) Same as me. (laughs) I'm going to go for dinner in Paris. I'm going to have lunch in the Maldives. That would be amazing. And if there was one thing that you could add to the school curriculum that they don't teach in school, what would it be? Oh, emotional intelligence. So actually reframing this whole life skills thing, which isn't actually life skills, and teach children what emotions are and how to actually deal with emotions as they come up. Amazing. Could not agree more with that. Awesome. So I know a little bit about your story, but our listeners probably don't. So let's start there. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you've gone into building a really successful online coaching business and how you've now moved into more of the business coaching field. Yeah. So I actually started fitness coaching about four years ago. Um, and it started more as something as a side hustle because I was still um, studying at the time. Well, I'm still studying now. I'm like, forever studying. We never stop learning. <laughs> no, we don't. But I was about in my third year of varsity um, and I knew I still had a good like year to go. And somehow I just had this feeling that, you know what, I want to start something just to get my mind off constantly studying. And as well, back then when I just started in fitness, I realized how many women had taken inspiration from what I do. And they were asking me, are you ever going to like train or have people, you know, have more clients on board? And I was like, why not just start something on the side? Um, but it was, I'd always say it was very like flim flam, but I just did it for the love of it. I had no intention of actually growing it, scaling it. And I never thought I'd, I would actually make it big. And about four years later, it grew into a full-time job, <laughs> which, Amazing. which I didn't expect either with clients all over the world from Namibia, South Africa, the United Arabs. Um, it was incredible how it grown. 
And but strangely enough, I always knew that I had a, a passion and desire to empower women and help them reach their highest potential. That was also kind of my motto when I had my fitness business is I want to help you become the best version of yourself. Um, and slowly I started adding in, especially in my third year, once I completed my honors in psychology, I felt confident enough to actually incorporate mindset and personal development work with my with my fitness clients. So I slowly started transitioning into more into more mindset work. And it came to a part earlier this year where I was still feeling unfulfilled. I knew that there was something greater for me that I had to that I had to pursue. And one of the big ways how I knew this is I would have continuous chats <laughs> with my husband where I would be like, what am I gonna do with my life? Like in a year or two years' time. I was so stressed because somehow at the back of my mind I knew fitness coaching was not the end line for me. I think it was just a stepping stone. And literally in a matter of overnight, I went into business coaching. I think one of the things that actually inspired it was doing my master's at the moment at UCT's uh, Graduate School of Business. And it's so strange. I entered with the intention of actually creating a self-help guide for women on less severe psychiatric disorders like anxiety and depression and eating disorders so that they could understand it in their terms and, and deal with it on their, at their own pace. Because I realized not everyone, including myself, resonated really well with psychologists. Um, yeah. And I went in with the intention to do that and I got accepted on that intention. But as I continued with my research, I realized that this isn't, this isn't where my passion lies. And so I started just digging deep and eventually I ended up now doing my research on actually looking at what is the psychological capital and online female entrepreneurs, how willing are they to take risks and how does this influence their perception of success? And wow. with this, it's, it literally came overnight. I was actually talking to my first business coach that I had overseas, Jesse, and she just told me, she's like, Kylie, I, I can see you want to do more. Like everything you're telling me is actually business coaching from my ideal client to what I want to achieve, what my, my mission and my vision is. And she was like, just do it. Like, stop feeling, Amazing. stop allowing that imposter syndrome to creep in. Stop feeling scared or waiting for one day when you feel confident enough just to do it. And it was literally overnight. I sent, the next day, I sent out an email to all my subscribers. I made a post. I was like, Fit, I've closed my fitness doors and this is completely new. And yeah, I've never looked back since. That is incredible. And I too know the value in investing in coaches and just talk about your journey with investing in coaching and how it really helped you. Well, it's like for me, I've, I've always found that it's the catalyst in my business. And every time I've invested in a coach, it takes me from A to Z in a matter of like a few weeks as opposed to maybe two years or longer. So what has your experience been like investing in coaching and what is the value that has brought to your business? I think the value is immeasurable, to be quite honest, because one of the big things that I realized with when you invest in coaches is not looking at what the price tag is on the investment, but what's the return of my investment. Because if I look at my first business coach, yes, the invest, investment made me uncomfortable, but because that I had that uncomfortableness, it actually forced me to show up more in my business. And the greatest thing is, especially as entrepreneurs, we can get so consumed within what we're doing that we lose sight and we lose that objectivity. And a business coach is so valuable, depending on what you want, because there's so many business coaches out there. Yeah. 
So you first need to also just identify what's my problem actually lying in. Is it in sales? Is it in marketing? Is it branding? Am I just starting up? And then connect with that business coach because a business coach will always be that extra 10 steps ahead of you. So they can really just be that compass guide to help you get there. Amazing. And a lot of our listeners are in a position where they have a business idea, but they have no idea where to start. And mm. your story and my summer are quite similar where we kind of just fell into this journey and our passion led us to where we are today, which I think is just so beautiful as it is. But if you had to give people advice on how they can start or where to start, what would you tell them? So definitely there's always four things that I tell all my clients to look at when you want to, especially if in the startup phase of their business is firstly, where does my knowledge expertise and experience lack? So knowledge can be anything from copious amounts of books you've consumed, whether it's formal certifications um, and of course experience, because we know that kind of gives you a wisdom that cannot be taught and see what is my background and be completely objective and truthful with yourself. Um, I remember working once with a client and she had, such an incredible background in events management. But she kept discrediting that because she was like, no, it's not something that I've been certified in. It was just experience. And she created an event from scratch, having little to no following on, on Instagram, and she sold out for her event. And I told her that is such wow. valuable experience. Like, add that to the list. And then once you've looked at that, you can move into, okay, what am I really good at? So for, for myself and I know for you as well, that would be empathy and connecting with people. Like we're really good to do that on a much deeper level. So naturally that kind of pushes you into the coaching industry. So realizing then what am I good at? And then also asking yourself the third most important question, what am I obsessed about? Mm. Because entrepreneurship is an up and down journey. And if you're not truly heartfelt obsessed about this, you're going to lose the plot completely when those when those downfalls come within entrepreneurship. And it's something that you need to be passionate about. It's a huge thing is if you're not passionate about what you want to sell to people, what, what service you want to provide to them or what product you want to provide to them, they're not going to buy from you because they're not going to feel that energy or feel excited. So they're not going to be willing to invest in you. And then definitely I think one point that a lot of people then overlook is what is the market willing to buy? Like, yes. what do they want right now? So it's all good and well. You want to start, I don't know, a lip gloss agency in the middle of, I don't want to make assumptions, in the middle of somewhere where people, where women don't wear makeup. They're not going to buy yeah. it from you. <laughs> so definitely making sure you do your market research to see, is this something that people need? And if you're online, amazing, because you can branch out all over the world, but make sure that they're, is a gap in the market for what you want to produce. Amazing. And don't you also find that interacting with your clients, and I know you speak a lot about this, is that social media is not just there to promote yourself and sell yourself. You actually have to be social and engage a lot with people. And don't you also believe that by engaging with people, they also lead you into the direction that you should be taking because your passion shines through. And I know with my business as well, people have been like, okay, I really need this and I need this information. And I think that that's also what happened with your fitness into business coaching goals with coming to you saying, well, you've got this like innately in you. Um, would you agree with that? Or yeah, like, yeah, definitely. So what was your first question that you asked? 
<laughs> Sorry. It's <laughs> like that moment I get so into what you're saying, like my brain just goes blank. <laughs> it's it was about um your clients also lead you into the direction that you need yes, to take. Yes, and Instagram being more of a social platform. Definitely, because if you look at how the algorithm has shifted, especially because of all the bots and these annoying people are kind of just trying to take fast track routes. Um, the, it's, the new algorithm Instagram is actually working for us as humans and not against us. Yes. So it encourages that human-to-human connection. So like you said, very much valuable, valuably so on, on any social media platform. People usually think online. I know a lot of times I get asked the question, aren't you lonely? Because you like have an online business and you sit at home and I'm like, no. Like the amount of valuable interactions that you need to have in your business, whether it's really commenting, like authentically commenting on other people's posts that you may see as an ideal client or actually sliding into their DMs to be able to connect with them. It's it's so valuable to savor that human-to-human connection. And that's also one of the secret things to sales at the moment. Because we live in an area where everything is so electronic, everything is so digital, and people have been especially taken taken for a run too often with their money, that you really need to be authentic and be curious about the people that you want to work with. Not just be like... Oh, yes, I love that word, curious. Yeah, not just be like, you know what, this is my product, buy from me. It's almost like looking at sales, it's like, and even your business is like dating. Like, I am dating a whole bunch of humans. Like, you first need to get to know them, see what their interests are, what their likes are, what their fears are, whether you even think that there'll be a right match for you. Because I, I don't know about you, but I've never just randomly approached someone and be like, I really like you, date me. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's so true. When you look at business in that sense, it's so true. You have to call them, you have to treat them right, and then you still have to take them through this whole process before you even get to the dating stage. It's actually such a great way of looking at it. Exactly, exactly. I mean, if I look at myself and I potentially want to date someone like when, I, when my husband and I just met, I looked up everything from his source sign, his history. <laughs> what is he doing? Where does he want to go? Like I, I psychoanalyzed him from the top to the bottom. So you kind of, and that's also the big thing. If you know exactly who your ideal client is from every point of view, like almost every layer of consciousness, no what are their activities? What are they thinking? What are they feeling? What is, where do they hang out the most? Then you're going to also know the moment that you connect with that person, it's going to be like magic because you're going to connect on such an authentic level as well. Amazing. I was actually just to go back to, you know, people thinking that you're lonely on a digital business. Do you know there's that saying that says you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with? And I was really considering that the other day because I truly believe that the people that I do spend the most time with is my hero community, which I think is just so incredible. But it gives me so much energy because I am connecting with a lot of people like yourself and there's some amazing people that I've come into contact with lately that just really give me so much energy. And there is, there's such a connection that I feel like I know them better than some of my friends even because I'm spending so much time with them. And yeah, so I do believe that there is such a need for human connection as well. Like you say, there there is so much isolation with electronic devices. We're living in an age of communication where everyone's forgotten the art of communicating with each other and having that human interaction. And that's what people are craving. So I think there's so much gold in knowing that if people are craving human interaction, well, that's the spot you need to hit. So if you are starting up a business, 
go there first. Just start making connections and networking with people and finding out people's pains and frustrations because that will also lead you into, well, is my business idea going to be viable or not? Exactly. And it's, you know, especially if you want to look at if your business is going to be viable or not, there's two really useful things you can do. One is like the Google test. So actually typing this in Google and seeing what pops up. Like if I had to type confidence in business, look at what are the terms that come up. That come up. Um, they'll also give you an idea about exactly like your target market is struggling with when it comes to confidence in business, um, especially YouTube videos. And then another thing is like kind of on Facebook groups. Like start creeping in Facebook groups. There's a, like a really cool search bar that you can type in whatever topic it is that you, that you want to start your business in. Especially make sure that this group is obviously relevant to to your your industry or your niche and then look at what people are saying around this topic look at their language start picking up the patterns that you see because the moment you picked up on that you can literally create your offer and curate your business around that because you know that that's what the market needs right now amazing and another point that i wanted to touch on that we alluded to throughout this conversation is Entrepreneurship is an internal journey and you have spoken about diving deep, asking yourself better questions. So just talk us through that because I know that you have to remove a lot of limiting before you can really believe in yourself and have the confidence to sell something or to, you know, promote your products or whatever it is. Um, but what is your internal be journey being with entrepreneurship because it's not just okay i'm going to sell the business become a finance master guru and then no i don't believe in that so talk us through your journey no definitely so sure i think it's been quite an incredible one especially when i would say especially this year i don't know but 2019 for me has been a huge year of just calling for growth and <laughs> change to happen and i think one of the biggest things if we look at entrepreneurship being an internal journey that is also one of the reasons why I ponder so much on mindsets because if there are certain things that you still hold on to, whether it's experiences in your past, um, especially when it comes to rejection or people pleasing or kind of beliefs that you have around money, they start surfacing in your business. And if you don't deal with those things, they will surface in the way that you speak to clients because all the way you even try and find clients because you'll come from a mindset of desperation and lack. Or it may even come up in how you price yourself because you may start undercharging your price, you're undercharging yourself because you're so scared of judgment or rejection. And the biggest thing is where I always say, and this is, I, I can only imagine your reaction when I say this, is we also can't pour from an empty cup. So <laughs> I just saw such a big smile. That's why I knew if I'm going to say this, Kylie's going to be like, yes. <laughs> yes. But, but we can't pour from an empty cup. And that is something that I continuously tell myself because as entrepreneurs, we are also creators. We're constantly creating content. We're constantly creating value for people there because I live by a 10 by 10 by 10 rule. If you want 10 people to buy your product, you need to provide 10 times as much value for one person and speak about your offer 10 times to just one person to be able to even just have 10 clients on in your business. And to be able to do so, you need to have your energy aligned. You need to balance those masculine and feminine energies to know, okay, cool, this is my five hours a day where I'm going to hustle really hard, but then for three hours of the day, I'm going to look after myself. And it was quite fascinating to me if I, if I reflect back to my recent 
block of master's classes I just had. And everyone in my class is literally, I'm the only online entrepreneur. Everyone is in the corporates. There are CEOs there that are seven-figure CEOs. Um, because myself and another lady, is the, we're the youngest in our class. Everyone's about 30, 35 plus. And it was so incredible for them. Everyone asks me, why go online? Like, how could you possibly make money online? And I was like, well, firstly, that is a limited belief you have. Let's interrogate just a little bit. And then secondly, I, I told them with so much, and I could see the reaction. I told them with so much confidence. That I was like, because I refuse to be burnt out and not be present in my life because I'm enslaved to a nine-to-five. Wow. And they yes. were so shocked by my reaction. And I'm, I think it's just our generation is moving into such a beautiful, beautiful space where we savor being present more. We realize yes. the value of life and also just how, what is the word I'm looking for now? Not unique because that is just, that's what we use. But we savor how valuable life is at this moment in time. And we realize how, I mean, looking back at our parents or grandparents, how they said that, well, my life just flew by. And we don't want that. We, we're savoring that, that presence. That's what I'm looking for. That presence that we have in life. And online, moving into the online space provides you with that. But then again, you also need to set those boundaries for yourself to make sure because the online business kind of invites that 24-7 grind. <laughs> yes. And being able to know, especially in the online space, it's not about the copious amounts of hours I work that's going to bring me success and bring money in my business. It's how much value I can provide. Well, I could not agree with that more. And sure, yeah, I am also definitely trying to transition into having phoneless weekends where I will just speak to friends and family via WhatsApp. Um, but yeah, the, the phone and the electronicness of having an online business does draw you in and it does suck you in. And I get so excited about my business that I've, I always say to people that I'm trading my nine to five for a 24 hour job because that's how I feel right now. Mm. But I wouldn't have it any other way because, you know, I just love interacting with people, but then I catch myself at 10 o'clock at night replying to DMs. I'm like, Kylie, what are you doing? This is not okay because you are not setting boundaries for yourself that you teach others to do. Mm. And it is it's so important to have those boundaries because if I'm constantly giving from my cup, there's no way and there's no space that I have to fill up my cup. And especially in the coaching business, you have to, have to, have to operate from a full cup because if you go into a coaching session and your cup is depleted, your client's going to pick up on that energy and they're going to say to you, well, I'm not really feeling the session and I don't see results. So you do, you have to constantly be filling up your cup and that is taking time for yourself and just learning how to be because we're human beings, not human doings. So exactly. yes, I agree with everything that you've said so, so much. I would really love to talk to you more about Fierce to Sell because this program is something that I am so excited about. I cannot wait to start next week, Thursday on the 27th of November. Tell us more about it, why you saw the need in the market for this program because I 100% believe that is such a need for it but talk us through your process and what it's about and how people can register or apply to register for this program so I think <laughs> one of the main reasons I started here is to solve is because when I started especially looking at like coaching school calls and really scaling my own online business I sucked at sales like I was good <laughs> at everything else in my business like 
I knew I could create content because I love writing. I could connect with people. People always told me I inspire them. I motivate them, blah, blah, blah. It was amazing. Like Spiritually, I felt really good, but my business wasn't going anywhere. And it's because I really sucked at sales. I remember going on sales calls at 3 a.m. in the morning with a pretend, with client, who I thought was potential clients like internationally and abroad, and I didn't close one call. I literally had probably over 10 to 15 calls that I did not close consecutively. Okay. And I just, I refuse to give up. I'm like, I am going to nail this down. I want to know what is coming up for myself. And that's when I realized the more I started speaking to women and just actually seeing what's happening, especially like I said, Facebook groups are the jam. If you guys aren't on Facebook groups, you need to get on there. But I realized the more I looked at Facebook groups that this was a common thing that women were struggling with is actually making sales in their business. And they feel disheartened because it's not just about making more money. It's the fact that you're actually not connecting to people and you don't have that ability to share your gift to the world. There's this block oh, that occurs. Stop there. <laughs> share your gift with the world. How beautiful is that? That is what selling is. It's sharing your gift with the world. And I know a lot of people often talk about selling is serving. So love that sharing exactly. your gift with the world what a beautiful reframe and i think you asked me in the beginning what one of my favorite quotes is but i think i could actually even add on to that to say that one of my favorite quotes is it's more of a disservice not to sell your gift to the world and that you- sat so deeply with me because i felt like there is i i knew there was value that i had to provide there was somewhere in this big drop of the ocean i had to make a ripple effect but i just i didn't know how to get there and that's when I really started harnessing every possible resource I had from tracking back over the seven years of studying psychology to studying every business strategy I possibly could to see, but what is there behind sales? And I realized how much internally I was preventing myself from actually connecting with people. And it's so funny because it surfaced from being bullied in school. And I mean, this is, goodness, I'm 26 now. What is, what is 20, about like 10, 15 years back? Like from being bullied back then, consciously I've healed from it, but subconsciously it was surfacing. It was surfacing in the way I was speaking to people online, especially once you hop on a sales call or you want to get someone enrolled for your program. And it's not a passive enrollment. So it's not just a random, you know, fill in a form, pay online and you're done. It's actually, I need to sit here, connect with you and in a way convince you to work with me. And I realized that, so much was surfacing up where fear of rejection was coming in. Um, fear of actually someone telling me I'm crazy. I was people pleasing like mad. I would just constantly agree with what they're saying. And the biggest problem is also I realized that I wasn't actually speaking to an ideal client because I didn't know what I was doing. And the biggest problem is I find this so often that when people, when especially with entrepreneurs, if they can't sell out their product or service, they start undervaluing themselves. And they start doubting themselves. And as coaches, we then think that, well, my product or my, my service is nothing of value and I'm not good at what I do. And I, I literally nearly just stopped online coaching completely. I was like, I'm done. But somehow this little voice in my head just said, keep going. And I realized that sales is not about, about you. It's about the person you're trying to serve. And it was just, it was such a magical thing once I figured that out, that I had such a different viewpoint to my business. I had no more anxiety. I had no more fear. I created from a point of love, not from a point of desperation or trying to attract clients. And the craziest thing is I actually felt 
from that point when I actually realized the deeper meaning behind sales and the energy that goes behind it, because you and I, and I know your listeners as well, we're all about universal energy and working yes. with the universe to manifest things in our reality. Once I realized the deeper meaning behind sales, whenever I hopped on a sales call with someone, they told me, no, sorry, like I'm not ready to invest right now, or maybe this isn't what I'm looking for. I would feel so content with that. And I'd be like, you know what? That's actually perfectly fine. I have referrals for you. Like this person would help you solve this problem. I never, I also no longer saw anyone as my competition because I knew that I have a unique gift I can provide and the right people will come to me. So I would say that just simply by understanding the sales process and getting my mind wrapped around it and creating a strategy for myself that felt authentic and organic to me, mm-hmm. I, I changed as a person in my business. And that was quite beautiful. That is amazing. And um, so if somebody is wanting to register for Fears to Sell or find out more information about this, where can they do that? Amazing. So I'm sure we'll drop the, the link in the show notes below. Yes, so I'm not going to yes, read out the whole website link. <laughs> <laughs> but they can still but- apply. Um, applications are open until next week, Tuesday. And the incredible thing is here's to sell is something that is, if, even if you're in the startup phase in your business, it's really valuable to do. Or if you're currently feeling stuck where you're either not connecting to your ideal clients, you're not able to consistently generate an income, or you're also not able to sell out your offer. Like you get those hiccups and you feel so anxious the moment you need to sell. So I designed here's to sell as an eight week program where you not only learn the mindset strategy behind sales, but also you learn business strategy in a really simple and authentic way so that it works for you to be able to connect with your ideal clients, not go through those horrible, awkward sales calls I did, (laughs) be able to actually create an offer that connects directly with your community and be able to sell it out as well. Amazing. And if somebody else wanted to get into contact with you, what are the other services that you offer? Because I know you also do one-on-one coaching. What are the services that you offer if they are not just looking to learn how to sell? <laughs> so I do offer one-on-one business coaching. So this is a, a lot more of an in-depth program where we work together for 12 weeks. And then I go into every aspect of your business. We look at branding, email marketing, um, sales funnels, which Fears of Sell also looks at as well as creating a passive income. So you can find me on either Instagram at Miss K Official or my website, which is www.misskofficial.com. And as well, I'll be running my second confidence course next year, which is just for six weeks. But this is more for the general, I always like to call them life queens. So if you're not in business particularly, but you feel that you do have a lack of confidence because you've actually not been chasing what you're after, and you've just been living your life to everyone else's plan, but not your own, then that's definitely something to look out in the new year. Amazing. And I think confidence is such a huge key to everything in our lives today. We are seeing such a rising anxiety and depression and all of these mental illnesses. And it stems from not having that confidence and not having that intuition with your own emotions to Mm. learn how to deal with them and all of that so I think that is such an incredible program I absolutely love the work that you are doing obviously I've already signed up for Fears to Sell which I'm super excited about I'm so excited to have you there 
I just wanted to quickly just touch on something about the competition. I love that you said that once you figured out that you weren't competing with people, everything in your business started to change. And that is something for me that I can relate to so closely because instead of us competing against each other, we're actually collaborating. And I think it's so beautiful to see that, you know, we're both coaches, but we're both offering such unique the individual skills that we can collaborate with each other and also work with each other, which is just so amazing. Instead of being like, oh, well, you're also a coach, so I don't want to talk to you because you're stealing my business. We're like, oh my gosh, if you need this person, go to her. If you need this kind of skill, go to her. And I've just loved seeing the different energy of collaborating instead of competing and how it actually brings more people together in a space that is so unique and beautiful and magical because not everyone has that support system around them. No, definitely. You know, it actually comes from having that abundance mindset where you realize that, especially once you know who your ideal client is, because I can very easily see that, no, this person is not going to work well with me. I can rather send them to Kylie or I can rather send them to any other coach that I know. And having that mindset of money is always around me. There are 7 billion people in the world. There are more than enough clients for me they will come into my life. It was actually so funny. I had my last Q&A session on my six-week conference program last night. And the ladies were all asking about how do we know if we're not over something yet? How do I know if it's still surfacing? And I started talking about like subconscious blocks and I was like, you know, these things come up. And then I was like, but you know what? Have you ever tried NLP? And they were like, no, not that much. So I'm like, okay, if you haven't tried NLP, I highly recommend Kylie go to her. She's that session. Everyone's like, are you like a secret mascot for her or like, what are you doing? And I was like, no, it's because I know, I believe in her mis- mission and her vision and her vision. So make sure that also the people you surround yourself align with your values. And I was like, and I know that she can provide value in your life. Like I know what I offer. I know what she offers. So if someone comes to me and tells me I actually need like a subconscious release of X, Y, and Z, I know that's not my speciality unless it's in business. So I'll always send them your way. And that's the beauty because I always believe, especially in the universe, that if you are able to give out, you'll get back in return by tenfolds. Oh, amazing. There's actually a, a Hawaiian concept that I heard the other day called Aini, and it's giving without expecting anything in return. Uh-huh. And the more you do that, the more the universe just blesses you abundantly. So, yes, it's such a beautiful concept. And I think a lot more people, if they work from that place, the world would be such a better place that we are getting there. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. Kylie, thank you so much for doing us the honor of being on this podcast and sharing such amazing golden nuggets of wisdom. I have so enjoyed this time with you and I know our listeners will gain a lot of value. I hope they've actually gone back and even taken down some notes because that has that is how much value you have given us. So thank you for just giving so freely of yourself. I hope that anybody that is listening that is even the slightest bit interested in Kylie's program, Fierce to Sell, please go and look on the link. The links are going to be in the show notes. Please do yourself a favor. It is incredible. You even get to book a clarity call with Kylie to discuss where you are in your business, what you are looking for, what your intentions are to get out of the program. And the whole program is just set up so beautifully. So definitely go take a look. And I cannot wait to start next week. So yes, I will be chatting to you very soon. (laughs) And cannot wait to see what's to come of this whole adventure. 
Donna, thank you for having me. I absolutely love this. It's just like I said, we feel like we've known each other for years. So the two Kylie's yeah. you've not, this is the, not the last you've heard of us. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. We'll probably be doing a post podcast on what the process was on yes. everything. And We'll def- I'll definitely be keeping my following up to date with how I'm doing and, yeah, hopefully jumping on more sales calls with my following too. So definitely will. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much and we'll chat soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Hero podcast. We hope it's lit a fire within you to go after and achieve your dreams. If you loved this episode, we'd be honored if you would leave a review and share it with your friends on social media. As a thank you for sharing in our dream to inspire millions across the globe, we'll gift you a guided meditation that will allow you to step into the power of your inner hero faster than you could ever imagine. For daily inspiration, be sure you're following us on all social media platforms at Mind Your Hero. We've absolutely adored our time together on this episode and look forward to you tuning in again. Until next time, we wish you a magic-filled week.